I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. The Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships, creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram's a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram ninja. Hello. My man. Hey. We're going to talk about problem solving today. Ooh, I love problem solving. I don't know if you ever face money problems, <laughs> but I have heard tell that there are some out there. It happens, I, I hear. That's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I've never dealt with any. No, oh, wait, never. For all of my life. Never stayed up late at night stressing. <laughs> problem solving and Enneagram. Uh, Problem solving is actually so foundational to our motive and character, it actually really materializes in the Enneagram in, in some categories that are worth talking about. We have discussed coping style before. Coping style is a set of three triads, and it's in, in our minds, it's quite primary. It hasn't been a lot of work in print on coping style, but TJ and I have done a handful of podcasts on it, both in relationships, how problems are worked through in relationships, when we did our series on love, when we did a very early series, I believe it's just called Coping Style, and then we'll bring it up all the time when we're just talking about each of the types. But today we're talking about how each of the types come to money and solve financial problems. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about money and solving problems in the Enneagram? Uh, I think about a nap. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that more once we get to nines. Yep. No, the uh, I think that the, like this is going to be a great example for how coping styles works. Like there's a there's a practical thing. Like everyone deals with money, and we all solve problems in different ways. And and so giving a, a sort of a, a little bit more of a real world example of like what does it look like for us to solve problems in the ways that we solve them using money i think this are going to be a really fun topic and something that uh you know we all might be able to relate to i'm prepping this afternoon and i was thinking through each of the types and i'm like how do sixes solve financial problems i don't know any financial problems that sixes have ever shared with me and then i suddenly realized oh people don't share their money problems all the time yep Maybe it's just me thinking about my own money problems. Mm. And so <laughs> for me, a lot of this might be speculation because, you know, if you're a two out there and you're struggling with financial difficulties, I've never seen two struggle with financial difficulties, but I'm sure you do. Right. So here's best guess given the topic of money, and which, which I'm familiar with, and problem solving using the Enneagram, which I'm familiar with. Right. Marry those two. There's got to be some overlap. Yeah, got to be. And and like it, it, it is definitely the case that like like some types are going to be a, a little bit more private about money than than others. And and we mentioned this in a uh, a few other places within this money series. But like 
your upbringing, your cultural background, uh, your your socioeconomic status, that is going to have a pretty significant, those are all going to have a pretty significant role in how you respond to this as well. But once you weave that in with the coping style, you can start to see some patterns emerge. Um, and I also think that like, we're going to be doing a lot of guesswork here, but but I think that especially given that that we've already talked about stress and security, I, I think that coping style is actually one of the biggest, one of the clearest things that you can sort of point to when it comes to money with the Enneagram types, because we most of us have to solve problems that have to do with money, and and so when you when you put these two things together, money plus Enneagram coping style is a thing that that plays a pretty prominent role. So let's talk about coping style. Uh, Give it some definition here. Coping style, actually, just to sell this, is, in my mind, the most important thing you can know about your partner or the people that you're really close to in relationship is understanding how you solve problems and understanding how they solve problems. Because when you fight, it will normally be in these spaces. And if you can give language to that, that can be incredibly helpful. Right. That was a that was a big thing that came out of our relationship series is like like this is one of the places where it, if you really need to to do some work on a relationship this is one of the things that'll be a hugely helpful tool is just learning your coping style and the coping style of the person that you're trying to resolve things with. So the quick through is that heart types want attention, head types want security, body types want control when they do not get the attention control and security they desire that is a space that can feel like disappointment it's wrestling with why aren't things going the way i want them to and our type shifts and we elevate parts of our uh, personality that aren't normally there when we're just balanced and feeling good in the world um, we're, we, it's like we bring in different tools to see if these will help us get the attention, security, and control that we want to. And that's what a coping style is. It's like it's how each of the types engage disappointment and wrestle with problems. Yeah. And we also think that I, I think this will come out a lot as we talk through it, but we also think that this is this is one of the last sort of dominoes to fall before we move into our stress yep. place. So Love seeing this as a barrier. It's almost like a dam. If it breaks, then you're going into your stress number. Mm-hmm. And your stress number isn't always bad, but it is a different set of tools. Right. It's almost like we got three sets of tools for getting what we want. Just our normal, we're centered. Here's our type. Here's our coping style when things aren't quite going well. And then we fall into our stress number if things, if the coping style doesn't work. And that magic number three comes up again. Right, that's true. Uh, As we talk through these things, one of the things I imagine that will come up for some is that we'll give language to why you and people who you're in close contact with and who you probably really care about will commonly fight about the same things over and over and over again. It's because you're utilizing different tools for solving problems. Or perhaps you're using the same tools, but this is how those tools are employed in problem solving. Right. Yeah, it's like like you make it along great when when things are good, and then when you start fighting, all of a sudden one of you is speaking German and the other one is speaking Spanish. Yep. And like just just learning that 
can help you know that, oh, oh, they're, to- they're talking a totally different language from me. Yep. Part of this is that, again, here's the threes. Our problem in problem solving, what each of the types do is they shut down one of the centers. So ones, threes, and fives will all shut down their feeling center. Four, sixes, and eights will all shut down their head center. And two, sevens, and nines will all shut down their action center, body center. And this is a, a method of solving problems. And it, it gives, it's, it's almost like it's creating difference in coming to the world. There's a scene in Jurassic Park, which we covered this summer, you will be familiar, in which <laughs> the uh, raptors are trained, are testing the gate yeah. or the, the fencing, and they're problem solving. They're hitting different spots. And that's right. essentially what we do intuitively. It's like, well, I'm pushing, pushing, pushing didn't work. Perhaps I'll shut down my action side and I'll elevate more emotion. Um, right. You know, it, it's it's of that sort of thing. Or maybe emotion isn't really working. I should really pause and think through this more. And that's how we intuitively, you know, come to the most meaningful problems that, that we face. So. Right. Well, let's jump in with one of the triads. Uh, let's. The, I think the easiest one to understand is the competency triad. This is ones, threes, and fives. Ones, threes, and fives are going to solve problems objectively through competence, uh, efficiency, through data. In order to solve the problem, there is a divorce going on. I'm divorcing myself as far as I can from my feelings so that I can solve the problem with action and reason and often this type expects other people to do the same. Right. Um, you got so- thoughts on on these three types, and then we'll take them I mean, in turn. This is this is the best way to solve problems, right? Because <laughs> feelings are messy. We're we're not we're not trying to to have a feeling circle. We're trying to solve a problem. So obviously, feelings shouldn't take place in this space, and we should figure out what the right solution is and do that solution. That's just. That just makes sense, right? You're speaking the language of ones right there. <laughs> if only the world would see the things that way. Yeah, absolutely. Except for the world, two-thirds of the world sees those problems in a totally different way. Correct. So, Or at least uh, naturally problem solves in a very different way. Right. Very target-oriented here. Ones focus on what's right, threes on what the goal is, and fives on data. And if you just know what those things are, then you can push with action towards solving the problem with those things in mind. Right. And you still can't, like, we, we always have to remember that there's there's a sort of central thing for these types that, that they're aiming at and, and ones. Like, it, it is the, the goal of, like, what is the right solution has to do with getting back to a place where I, where I am whole and in control of my life. Threes, the goal of solving this problem is about making sure that I look as good as possible. The goal for fives of solving the problem is to make sure that I am safe and secure and, and that, like, they're, they're naturally going to be trying to, like, the, this is part of the way that they look at the world anyway is, is what, what is the objective truth here? And that's how we stay safe. And of course, all those are going to apply to money. So if money issues arise, things are just not going well financially. These three types are going to push into those 
strategies. Right. And as we said before, the one is the money problems are going to be about control. Specifically, for many ones, it's about controlling oneself. For threes, it's going to the money problems may look much more relational attention oriented. Mm-hmm. Am I being successful in the world? Am I being successful in my job career, but with my bank account? And fives want finance because it's a source of stability, security, right. protection. We need to make sure we we establish this asset and, and that it is safe. Yep. So let's talk about, well, let's just start with ones. What's your thoughts on ones solving problems by asking what's right? And what does that look like to regain control? Yeah, I think that like focusing on what is the right thing to do here is like th- this is paramount for ones. And it's also th- when ones are in this this type of like pre-stress, we have to solve this problem thing. There is one right way. And we have to figure out what that one right thing is. And if if you disagree with me, you're wrong. Like I, I think this is one of the places where the the sort of rigidity of ones will will start to really come out, because there there's one right way, and we need to do the thing that will solve this problem. I think average and unhealthy ones sure will take that posture. Yeah, healthy ones I think could say this is the way I do it. I think this way really works, but in ter- especially in terms of their own finance, let me restate that. Maybe there's a difference between financial problem solving on your own. And I imagine ones that might be part of a corporation may actually have the mindset that you were pitching. Here Mm. is the right way to do things. We our our company should avoid debt. Sure. Our company needs to, to set aside X amount for charity, Mm -hmm. something like that. I mean, I, I would actually, I, my instinct is that it, it's the opposite that the ones would be more likely to be a little bit more rigid with themselves than in the a corporate setting. I think it'd be. Yeah. I need to ask other ones on this. If yeah. like I I feel like for for myself, I feel like and so listener I'm a Enneagram one. I feel like I'm loose with the system, but if I embrace a system, it gives me power. It gives me it's it's a tool to control everything else. Mm-hmm. And so if I actually embrace a financial system, a philosophy, uh, here's how you do, you know, your budget and spending and all the rest. And if things don't work, either the system was flawed or I didn't execute or, you know, you know, or Russia invaded Ukraine. It's one of the three. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that 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 ties into like w- the next thing that I was going to say is is ones in this problem-solving space, the problem has to do with a bad system. Yeah. And, and either either there is a fundamental flaw with the system and we need to find a new system, or we did not execute correctly and we have to get back into the system and do it right. But but yeah. I still think that that sort of singular vision is... Uh, until one's are convinced of a better way, there really only is one way. Right. I think once, in order to be healthy on this front, you know, there is hold everything loosely on one front, but all of us have to embrace, you know, some sort of, well, I suppose you don't have to embrace a system to do your finances, do you? (laughs) 
You do, though. Uh, I find systems very helpful for getting my mind around the world. Right. And uh, we've talked about that in the past, that ones have no anchor in the future or in the past. And so the system itself does a lot of the work there. Right. Coming to finance, especially if you have a partner, somebody that, that you know you share your finances with, always being open to changing the system, I think would be very helpful. I can also see it being the case that people who are who are married to or in relationship with ones, and you know, the ones system doesn't make any sense, or it's way too convoluted, or there's all sorts of problems that could emerge. Or you see the spreadsheet and it's just like, I do not know how to read this spreadsheet. That's fine. Right. If it makes sense to you, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, don't bother explaining it to me. <laughs> that's not, that's not, that's not a real life example. That's, did I tell you that like I had a financial player hand me his spreadsheet and I was just like, oh man, this is how my wife feels. <laughs> <laughs> simplify. It's always good to simplify. Yeah. Here's what we brought in. Here's here's where it went. That, that can help you out. <laughs> anyway, the it is the case though, the rightness is targeting your approach. Right to healthy finances, to good yeah. finances, to holistically in, engaging your wealth or lack of wealth, you know, taking on debt in ways that are, you know, the 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 best way. Right. Yeah, and this, and like like in a in a big picture kind of way of seeing things, like it it's not just about solving this month's bills. It's about developing good habits that make sure that we have money to to pay yeah. this not only this month's bills but next month's bills and the bills after that. Yeah. Uh, like we we should be embracing appropriate systems to make sure that this is not this problem does not come up again. Yeah. Very focused on the means, very critical of the means because if, you know, if we play the hand in exactly these ways, this should be the outcome. Yeah. Different from threes. Threes not only is and actually notice with ones it is very much about control. Like mm-hmm. I'm controlling my impulses through these systems. I'm also controlling my future through these systems. I'm controlling the world out there that can get all crazy chaotic. But if I do these couple of financial principles correctly, then in theory, uh, you know, all the 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 systems that I embrace that other people teach, perhaps, you know, they say it'll go right. Mm-hmm. Also. Uh, the, like one more quick thing about ones. I also think that there's going to be a, a really interesting sort of um, tension between the urge to be transparent to make sure that nobody knows that you're cheating or nobody thinks that you're cheating, mm-hmm. and also not to be inappropriate, not not to inappropriately talk about money. Like we have that sort of weird societal thing where it's inappropriate to talk about money. And, and so ones are going to have that on one side. And also, I want to be transparent about how I'm thinking about this and, and what I'm doing because I don't want yep. anyone to think that I'm, that I'm cheating or stealing or, or doing anything inappropriate with my money. And yep. so they're, they're going to sort of live in that weird tension. I think this is the place I'm most critical of myself is my over-speaking about money with people in my life. Mm-hmm. I kick myself all the time for it. And I went too far there. <laughs> um, you just want to make sure they know you're handling this well appropriately and thinking about it the correct way. You're not hiding anything from them. 
yeah, I mean, it's mostly, it's, it's, I love talking about all the things that people say you shouldn't talk about. That's the, <laughs> I, those are the only interesting things. <laughs> we can't talk about religion, sex, religion, politics, and politics. Money. What, what the hell else is there? <laughs> There's lots of things to talk about, Jeff. Enneagram. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I already fried them, though. They don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> You watching the new uh, Game of Thrones? See how boring that is. I mean, no. it just it doesn't it doesn't even roll. <laughs> <laughs> People want to talk about. All right. Anyway, threes, where where wealth is about control for ones, wealth is about attention for threes, and I imagine there's the success failure will come into play here, mm-hmm. and it will be on the extremes because you can cover that up all day long on the failure side until you crash. Right. Which I think moves them into a different kind of place. Right. Yeah. I, I think that like reframing will play a big role for threes and also like, like we'll just solve this problem. Like the, 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 the coping style, that, that idea of like there is a solution and we just need to do the solution and, and threes just, in a very positive kind of way is like, okay, we'll just do the, we'll just do the solution. That's, and, and we're now we're moving on. They'll come up with ideas. Like there will be concrete plans of what we can do to solve this problem. And then we will just do that thing. And it'll be presented in in a positive kind of way. Like a, like almost a reframing of we're, we're not going to talk about the debt that we're in. We're going to talk about the plan to get out of the debt. Right. I think there's no other number on the Enneagram that more quickly engages their body and gets the job done than threes when they're right. in that space. Yep. And I don't know that there's a close second. <laughs> <laughs> if if the if the the whiff, the scent of failure is in the air, it's like we're doing this and we're doing yep. it now. Yep. Absolutely. And and if it doesn't work, there's still a positive reframe that's going to come out of that. If it didn't work, it didn't work because it was supposed to break or, or something like, sure. like there, there's always going to be some kind of spin to make sure that this doesn't look like failure. I mean, until you really, 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 really crash. Right. And then, and then there's no spin. Right. And I, I also think like, like with that in mind, I also think that the threes are, are going to work to sort of downplay the public exposure of the reality of the problem. So like ones might, might be a little too honest about what is happening and threes are, are going to sort of talk around it so that it may not be known how bad the situation actually is. We're just going to talk about how to fix it. Mm-hmm. We've talked in the past about how three sevens and eights will all have the propensity to crash hard. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't gently go into, <laughs> into that space. Right. The reframing I see there is, yeah, I watched a, a video with The Rock. Uh, it was like a hypey up kind of, uh, he, he's, he's talking to a room full of people. And he's talking about a major failure. Mm-hmm. But he's using the major failure to talk about how amazing his life was after he learned X, Y, and Z and, and dug himself out of that failure. Sure, yep. There's yeah. the reframing yeah. of, of uh, financial woes in my yep. mind for threes. Yeah. And that comes later. Like we can talk about it after we've already recovered. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can, and there there's pushing into intelligence center. The three then has all the details in the past. They can think through them and they can cast them in a light 
you know, that, that they find desirable for right. their audience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, uh, there's a, a great joke in one of the last couple of episodes of Parks and Rec where uh, one of the characters, he had started this restaurant that eventually turned into a, a, a chain of restaurants and uh, economy crash and the restaurants fail. And he writes a book about failure mm-hmm. because his restaurants failure failed. Right. And like it becomes become like he becomes wildly successful as an author who wrote a book about his failure. It's like it's it's a perfect example of that reframing after the fact. The goal then isn't just to get out of financial difficulties. The goal is the relational attention side of being a human being in community with others. Yeah. Right. Right. And even pushing pretty far into like I want I I want to recover from this because I don't want anyone to think of me as someone who cannot handle finances mm-hmm. like it, it's about the appearance of success and yeah. what other people think yeah think about that yeah like so one in three this is me and my wife the I'll say if, if we follow this system in 20 years is where our financial picture will look like done that just isn't motivating at all no (laughs) no who cares about what we're like in 20 years what do people think of us yeah the goal has is is part of the the here and now right um it's not even necessarily like like i want to make sure that 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 it's said that that like that's not even necessarily like a, a bad or a false thing it could be i want to make sure that we are generous so that people think of us as generous mm-hmm yeah, if that's your goal. Yeah. And like like the the being generous won't be fake, but it's about the appearance of generosity. Sure. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. I've yeah. seen the guys with the big ass checks. They're right, you know, in front of the school. Exactly. <laughs> the money's real. We just want to make sure that people know about it. I'm trying to think of healthy goals on that that front. I mean, it can be the case that authentically somebody wants to I mean, threes pushing into six space can very, can become very communal when mm-hmm. they're secure with their wealth. Yep. I mean, so long as they're already health, health mental and spiritual health plays a role there as well. Yeah. Because there's lots of well, threes who are not generous, who, who are not concerned about the group with their money, except for making sure that it appears that way. And, and yeah. real, like really healthy threes will do that from a genuine place. It, I mean, it's just different from unhealth. I absolutely need to go back and watch this movie. I've only seen it twice, and it's hard to dissect. But Oscar Schindler has is in. I, I would strongly guess is a, a three, and that the whole movie is about him blowing millions of dollars that he made being a war profiteer mm-hmm. for the sake of a, a large number of of Jews, uh, Schindler's Jews, and. That element, I suppose, is what's going through my head in sure. terms of somebody using wealth in a very aggressive way that is very communal. Mm-hmm. And, and even he was in a place of security for the most part in, in that movie, which is strange to say, but oh, the, there's something there. Yeah. Again, only saw the movie twice, so I couldn't, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, it's understandable. It. That's not a rewatcher. Did you know that there's more, uh, descendants of the Jews that uh, Schindler saved living today than were in all of Poland prior to Hitler. Oh, wow. That's it's, awesome. It's one of those fantastic, you know, 
compound interest kind of miracles. Sure. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it makes sense. It's human beings replicate, which yeah. brings us back to one of the topics you should never talk about in polite society. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about fives? Fives. I mean, the, the fives, I think, is the clearest uh, example of this particular coping style yep. because they're they're naturally trying to solve problems from a I mean they're they're trying to look at they at the world from an objective standpoint and so when problems arrive naturally they would be trying to solve the problem from an ob- objective standpoint they, they, this is a puzzle that needs to be solved we need to make sure we understand the big picture and just find the correct solution the thing about fives in the puzzle is Again, motive-wise, depthy-wise, is I want to feel safe, mm-hmm. and also like like particularly in in the in light of the um, the sort of wound that my problems are too much for other people, so I mm-hmm. can't put this burden onto other people. My problems have to be solved, and they have to be solved by me. I think that's excellent. They not only need to be solved by you, but it's you and the information, yeah? Yeah. yeah. What is the data telling us that needs to be done? I also think that, that fives, fives are going to be one of the types that find themselves in actual financial trouble less than other types because of this thing. Mm-hmm. They, they are, are concerned enough about making sure that they are safe and that they do not need to place their burdens onto others. That means they're going to ensure that they have reserves. Yeah. Like they're, that, that sort of that greed, that collecting, that hoarding comes into play here. That the things that they need, and, and also they're, they're, they're going to be easier to to not need things that are unnecessary. Like we bring up Scrooge all the time. He had this great big house where he lived all by himself and he never lit the lamps. He didn't need light. He decided that he did not need light because it was cheaper. And and fives, it's like like they're they're going they're going to be fine living on rice and beans so long as that's the thing that needs to be done to get them through this quote-unquote financial crisis. Right. Only type that is takes in the world through the future. Here are the future problems ahead. But unlike sixes and sevens, they are solving future problems that they see uh, and the things that might get them with past resources. Mm-hmm. A lot of that ends up being, here's my wealth, here's my information that's always been reliable. There seems to me like a pocket there that I imagine, financially speaking, can be quite comfortable. Right. Real awareness of what could break and real awareness of what has worked in the past. Right. And even reliance on the work that I've already done to ensure my future safety. Mm -hmm. There's one Enneagram teacher that routinely, this is a side note, that is routinely saying that she wants to hear more from the sixes in our world because sixes are interested in the collective good. Give me the fives all day long right now in a world on fire. I want to hear the the lessons of history and how they inform present drama. I mean, the, I I don't think you'll like a lot of the answers. 
<laughs> the, the, the nihilism of the five is going to come in at that well, point and, in time. And, and the reality of, of the fact that history repeats itself and humanity uh-huh. keeps making the same problems. Sure. But there is a, there are some activities that we could probably do that, you know, the road could lead that way or this way, just depending mm. on what we did. I mean, we, we can act into the midst of, you know, the terrible environment we're in. Sure. Yeah. Which I, my gut says that what they'll tell you is, well, Rome doesn't exist anymore. So <laughs> Rome was a democracy, and then they decided they that they wanted a, a ruler. Well, that would be the lesson. You avoid the autocrats, you're just fine, Rome. You'd still be around. I'm sure that there are still Romans today. I hear sure. that the city still exists. <laughs> <laughs> but and by the, the way, empire is gone. The, the empire is gone. Well, th- this may be a thing about empires just not not working very well. This is a bad way to be uh, to structure your culture in the first place. Sure, I'm I'm, I'm entirely down with getting rid of the imperial element. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you are, but I don't know that humanity is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why so. we need the fives to just say, "Hey, have you looked at the last twelve <laughs> empires? All the all gone. They're all gone. <laughs> it's all over." And by the way, sixes, I I love your presence. I think you have all sorts of, to offer in the world. I just want I just want to hear more from the fives. Yeah, fives bring the history. Six brings the concern for the greater good. That's it. Which I mean, I, I suppose if we're going to get through this, we probably need all nine types being their best selves. So why, I don't know why I'm making distinctions here, but <laughs> perhaps I just wanted to tell you fives how valuable you are, and I want to hear more from you. You're also one of those weird people who really likes history. So I love history. <laughs> Helps that you married a history teacher. That was sexy. So <laughs> anything else on the on the fives? I, I feel like we didn't hit them very hard because it seems that fives will very seldom. Well, fives I'm sure have financial problems. Mm-hmm. Where's that problem going to come from? They had the wrong data, and so they shift the data. That yeah, the, like if you find out that the the structure of the puzzle is wrong, you just restructure it to figure out the right thing. Yeah, like fix the puzzle. That feels like moving into seven space at that point. Five's going to seven. Your mind's going to awaken, and okay, well, what are other things that I should have looked at? Sure. I suppose fives are just so locked into the head triad. Mm-hmm. Fives in stress will go to seven, where they remain in the head, and here they're solving problems with their head. Not sure what there else is to say there. Yeah, the data says this is how things will work. Yeah, and like we we, we talked about it, but we didn't say these words. And I, I want to make sure these words are said. I I think that for the most part, fives will be very private about their money problems. Mm-hmm. Yep. That I it, if if they're married to someone and and they need to share these problems with that other person, that hopefully there there will be enough health and communication. For that to not for, for that to not be a barrier, but but nobody else will know about the fives money problems because they will be private about it. Right. Know a lot of accountants who are fives. Sure. Crunch those numbers. There's a gentleman on on TV who is always breaking out like financial charts to illustrate. You know, here are trends that have been happening for the last ten years, and here's the trajectory and all the rest. Just love the hell out of that stuff. Sure. But that seems to me a, a five in their internal life when looking at their own life and experience. If if they really get into their finances and think through it, it would probably materialize something like that. 
Right. Yeah. Follow the data. Thing. Again, the thing with all these types, shutting down emotion. And so if we're in relationship with this type and financial problems arise, one of the things that some of us really want is for others to get emotional about the problem. Why, why don't you care about this thing? And this isn't how these types solve problems. Right. They do. And the way that they care is by shutting down their emotions and, and yeah. solving the problem the correct way. Yeah. Well, let's, let's get it done then. Yeah. No, no, no. But you need to get emotional about this. No. That gets in the <laughs> way. That's messy. Let's solve the problem. And there it is. Yeah. Second triad. This would be twos, sevens, and nines. This is the positive outlook triad. Um, two sevens and nines want to solve the problem by pretending it's not there. Is that the best way to put that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what came out of my mind first. The, the positive outlook. I, I think that like pretending it's not there is part of it. Uh, ignoring it is part of it. Um, we don't need to worry about this problem. So that might mean coming up with solutions, but not worrying about the problem in the first place. Yeah. That might mean literally ignoring it, but it, it's it's a it's a positive way of saying, eh, th this problem isn't that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah. De-escalation. Sure. Yeah. Really enjoy this part of the <laughs> the personalities of my two seven nine friends. Because I can <laughs> escalate things very quickly. <laughs> there is a push towards the positive. It's not just in de-escalation. But it's also the elevation of, hey, this is going to be all right. 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 De-escalate the problem. Uplift the positive aspects of life. Right. Like the, the ones, threes, and fives buckle down and work on the solution. We'll talk about the um, um, types that bring forward the emotion later next. But the like twos, two sevens, and nines, this positive outlook like th this this is a thing that like like letting this problem rule our lives is focusing on the wrong things. Yeah. Notice that that is trying to push the 279 back to center to get the attention, the control or the security they desire. Right. It's really what it's a strategy more than anything. Yeah. It's what I really want is control. In order to get control, I'm going to spin things as though there's not a, the big problem that everybody else sees. Let's right. be optimistic here. Right. Or for twos, there is a problem, but I'm here to help, and we're going to solve this together, and it doesn't need to be a big deal, and that it's an opportunity for the relational connection that the two actually desires. Right. And for sevens, it's just another opportunity to go do something else. Yeah. There's my there are things to do. There's there's a whole world of ways that we can solve this problem. It's great. There's a, there's a broken sewer at our house, but you know what? There's an amusement park across town. Yeah. Or or even like like let me tell you the story of how that broken sewer got fixed. <laughs> like this is not this is going to be a story. It's going to be great. <laughs> Who does this happen to? It's awesome. Optimism. Optimism is the bridge to get you back to center out out, out of the problem. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the twos then. Great. Twos are going to be optimistic to get attention. There's no problem here because we have each other and because you know that I love you and you love me and we're in this together. And that is a place of relational connection right. despite the problem. Right. Problem, problem could even be de-emphasized. 
what can I do to help? Or, or even, um, I think this might be a place where a lot of twos will, uh, this is, this is one of the spaces where they expect other people to take care of them. So like we, we talk about twos sort of, uh, doing favors to get favors. Like it's, it's like storing up protection and, and resources for the future almost. And, and this might be the place where it's like, okay, well, well, you're part of why you are in my life is so that you can solve this problem while I go make a casserole. Yeah. But again, it's it's still about the relationship. Like the the solution to this problem is like I'm I am I am going to do something else while the relationship that I have developed does its work. Oh, okay. Sure. That would push into the repressing of action for two sevens and nines when problem solving. Right. And that I think that's a super important thing to note here is that in problem solving, these three types, two sevens and nines, are going to de-emphasize action, mm-hmm. specifically action focused on the problem. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's not a lack of doing. It's 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 always the doing that gets to the thing. Right. Yeah. This isn't always a bad strategy. Sometimes things work themselves out. Right. And, and really like, like if I have no problems imagining a two who does not care about money and entirely entrusts their partner to be in 100% in charge of that aspect, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're going to do other things and let the other person be totally in control of that because they don't care. Money is not a thing that they think about. They think about relationships. Yeah. If there are financial problems, then it's just more opportunity to step forward into those spaces and help. Right. This was a, something that was interesting. This is actually from Cambrian Twos and Coping Style. She said, they believe that others value them for their goodness and helpfulness, so they focus on positive qualities to avoid others seeing their negative traits. I thought that was interesting in this context. Mm. Sure. That the the positive outlook also can be a... Distraction. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. I thought that was clever. Yeah. Or what's the... There's a specific word for it in the world of magic. Look over here. Yeah. It's... I don't remember the word. Clearly, I'm not a magician. Right. So... As you're watching me tap the hat, you don't realize that I'm at the same time putting the coin in my pocket, something like that. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a distraction. Yeah. Misdirection. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Sevens are going to be optimistic not to get attention. They're going to be optimistic to gain security. Right. You got thoughts on sevens? I think that sevens are going to be the type that, like, they're either going to come up with a bunch of ideas that'll be pretty fun to solve the problem or they're going to bail. Like they're looking for, for, for good ideas and it might be big ideas or they're looking for the exit. Similar to twos in terms of avoiding the negatives inside. Yeah. You know, you don't want to dwell on, you know, dark inner feelings. And so, the problems might even elevate those dark inner feelings. Right. So let's let's move into places of distraction. Let's focus on the positive. Focus on external experiences that are uplifting. Sure. 
that I feel like that's going to work for nines as well here in a second. But well, and and I could also see sevens being like, this might be the day where I figure out how to rob a bank. I'm not actually going to do it, but I'm going to sit down and I'm going to I'm going to figure out all of the details about like what what would I need to do to be able to rob a bank that would right. solve my financial problems. <laughs> okay, well let's find an actual solution now. Like, but but spending the energy on this thing that they're never going to actually do. That's that does not seem unrealistic to me for a right. seven. Yeah, let's bring it back to finances. I kind of strayed from that, but that's it. And like, yeah. there's the go go go. The money will probably be there. You know, mindset. I suppose that's mm-hmm. what I've seen from sevens for the most part is because there's such a future orientation and movement, and po- you know, the possibilities are all there. Right. For a lot of us who are in relationship with seven or in business relationships with sevens, you know, we might be asking the hard questions, but well, well, how do you pay for this? You know, and right. And their response is, yeah, we'll figure it out. Let's just do the thing. Like, like if you build it, they will come. Yeah. That's, that's, that's said by a seven. (laughs) Yep. That's true. Yeah. Again, like threes though, that can lead to a crash. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's the only wake up call crashes will lead you immediately into your stress number. Cause right. they're in a, there's not a problem to solve at that point. <laughs> right. Now you get, now you just got pain, but the movement here. Yeah. Of action. The action here for the seven is to sidestep the thing that may be problematic mm-hmm. when somebody comes to them, they're spoiling Miller time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so let's, let's think of a lot of really fun alternatives. Yeah. Bang. Nines. Nines finances are going to be about being in control, right? Being in control of their space, keeping things uh, harmonious in the way that they desire. You got thoughts about solving problems with a positive outlook for nines? This is the type that ignores the problem. There is no problem here. And on, on the positive side, it, it's like that it, it's going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fine. And I even think that. And this is largely from my own experience, but but the the sacrifice of things that like so long as it is my choice to not have stuff, then I'm fine with not having stuff. Mm-hmm. I, th- there's a handful of things that I need to make sure that I'm comfortable, but but all of the other stuff, I I I don't need to worry about like the the amount of time the, the the number of years of my life that i have gone without things that most other people think are really important is significant <laughs> like like i you know you 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 uh sort of run out of money and you stop paying your car insurance for a while and you just <laughs> it, it's it's gonna be fine we just make sure you don't get pulled over and eventually you'll get back on your feet and start paying your car insurance again it'll be fine uh, so long as I'm the one that has control over that, doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine nine struggling financially due to their own lethargy. Yeah. Yep. And that that becomes the problem that they're trying to spin out of. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's... It's not 100%, but it's very... It, it's It's a high percentage of a lot of my financial problems in my life is has a lot to do with the fact that I, I just couldn't get up and do the work that needed to be done. Worth noting then that if we're in relationship with, with nines in that 
position, I don't know if you have advice on this front, as the nine is giving what are more positive excuses or de-escalating, mm-hmm. using their pocket vetoes, I, what, a, what are healthy, you know, what are, what are worthwhile things for, for folks to say to the nines in their life in those situations? I mean, I, you get into a tricky place there because the positive outlook sort of reinforces itself like there are definitely dangerous places with this but but also solving this problem may be about not worrying about the problem like uh, i've talked about this before but like i i did a year of the i don't have money for food diet Mm -hmm. and like there are types that need to solve this problem and thank goodness I'm me because my solution was to just, you know, I'll figure it out. And, and honestly, my, my body adjusted to not really knowing where my next meal was going to come from. And I, I, things presented themselves that I could not possibly have expected or asked for throughout that year that's like like life-saving moments of somebody handing me a bag of food that they didn't know that I needed it and like like it worked out and there are a lot of things that that a lot of us really stress out about and especially especially if you claim a a Christian faith part part of part of the work that I was experiencing in that time was that I, I needed to come to a place of reliance, of saying, I don't have what I need for today, and I expect God to provide it. And they did. Like, it, it worked. I'm still alive. I made it through that year. You'll notice that in my question about how do you, would you like to be confronted, you said, oh, there's all sorts of positives. Yep, I don't want to be confronted. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, th- I think that that's actually excellent because, I mean, uh, each of the, I mean, really, for, for all the types, we're intentionally solving the problem by shutting down one of the centers. It's right. how we're solving problems. Right. So balance can come in different places. I'm not sure balance comes with coping style. Maybe that's it. I mean, coping style, in, in fact, is it's trying to recalibrate. Right. It's It's a yeah. move to get to another place. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's a good word. And here's a perfect example of two very different coping styles. If we didn't know this about ourselves, there would be a lot of complications about our working relationship because I, I think that there are a lot of things that just kind of aren't a big deal and we shouldn't worry about it. And like, it's going to be okay. And, and Jeff wants to know what the right solution is. And, and that balance, knowing that about ourselves and, and letting the other one like speak into the places where we're not really seeing it clearly, it, it really helps. Our, knowing that about ourselves really helps our working relationship. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yep. Well, moves us into the emotional response triad. Or, uh, I mean, this this triad gets named all sorts of different things. Uh, I, I like emotional like, response. I, I thought we liked reactive. The problem with reactive is it ha- shares the same name with one of the stances. Oh, yeah. Darn it. And, and okay, so, we didn't like reactive. Scratch that. <laughs> uh, Camber, when she did her work, liked expressive. 
But I think that's more about, well, we could probably debate this at this point. Like the expressive is about the person expressing how they feel. Mm-hmm. I think that four sixes and eights all want to get a reaction from the person in front of them so that they can get their grounding sure. in the midst of problems. Yeah. So I'm trying to elicit an emotional response is the primary way of solving a problem for these types. That's how I read it. But Sure. Yeah, I like that. Emotional responses. Yeah, I think that's good. Bang. Well, with four sixes and eights, that's the move. There is a problem. I want to know who's on my side. I want to know who sees the world the way I do. I want to do those things that elicit something from those in front of me. So four sixes and eights all solve problems this way, it seems to me. Yeah. And so it's a very relationship-oriented way of coming to problems. Right. This triad shuts down their thinking, and it's just about the emotion. Yep. And what to do with that emotion. Yeah. If these types are in a conflict with another person, they want to address the relational nature. Ones, threes, and fives want to solve the problem. Right. Two, sevens, and eights want to pretend like the problem doesn't exist. Sorry, two, sevens, and nines. Four, sixes, and eights want to address specifically the emotional aspects of what is happening. Yep. Very communal way of addressing problems, I think, for all three. Mm-hmm. Who's on who's on my team? Yep. And I think we're going we're going to see this with all of them. Fours are expressing themselves to get the attention that they want. But in expressing themselves, there's also a do you see that I'm hurt? Do you see, you know, what I need? Are you able to see the world the way I do? And if the person in front of them can, then we can navigate. From but then the four has the attention they crave, which the problem actually isn't the problem. It's it's really getting back to center and just having attention. Mm-hmm. Which, th- this is actually one of the places where um, I, I think that, like, specifically speaking about money and problems with money, th- there may not be much here from force. Yep. Because, because I... I we talked about this before that that I don't think I think fours are the type that is least likely to associate money with importance, and so so the like if if we are having money problems that's that's kind of just like the, the it it's almost like it's like this is home base a little bit like that like of course we have money problems that everyone has money problems that m- money means nothing why are we why are we focusing on these money problems? There's something about our relationship that we need to address here. If we're talking about money, we're probably talking about something else. Right. Yeah. I have a, a business partner who's a four who hasn't been able to, the, the finances haven't been coming in on their end. And it's it's been very little about the, the money. It's been about mm-hmm. the relationship. It's, right. I, I had COVID for X, Y, and Z amount of time these debts to my family came due this month. And so the, the, pro- the problem got pitched and it, it was, but it, the way the problem got pitched of, I don't have enough to, but like I'm not pulling my weight as it were on the, it, it was very relationally diagrammed. Right. And the problem was, can you see the world the way that I see the world? Is right. I suppose how I saw it. Right. And it's, it was almost a, if you loved me, you would meet me in this space. Mm hmm. In this space that that I am 
naturally and not comfortably is the wrong word, but like like there there's a there's a deficiency that just sort of exists here. And if you love me, you'll understand that I'm doing the best I can and this deficiency just exists. Yeah, right. That's a good one. And if the person meets them there, then again, that's a balancing that takes place. Right. Mm. Sixes. One of the things about sixes and problem solving, I think they're the easiest to see on some of this because this is the place, I think, where a lot of the verbal processing about future problems comes out in the, mm. the life, heart, and relationships of sixes. And sure. I imagine with finances, it's going to be all over this of, yeah. of what we ought to think about in terms of what's coming up, especially when there's financial pressure. Yeah. But I think for sixes, there's like, <laughs> funnily, there, there, there's never real financial pressure because money doesn't, isn't important uh, for fours, but there's always financial pressure because everything is always going to break for sixes. <laughs> sure. And, right. and this particular time we struggled with money in this way, which probably means that next month's next month, we're not going to make our house payment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like that, that that's a big part of, of what this emotional response is for sixes is, is that they, they can't think clearly about what's happening and they need to bring someone into that space to to help solve their bad thinking, to help stop the the spinning wheel, and to assure them that they're protected. Yeah, that's why it is. It's the dialogue about money isn't about the money, right? It's about feeling secure, and the the financial worries are an opportunity to process with those that they want support from. Will you support me uh, no matter what? Right. Right. You know, this is just the topic through which I am gaining that reassurance. Right. Yeah. Every single conversation that my spouse and I have that is directly about our budget, it starts with her saying something about money that went out and Will you look? We need to look at the budget together. Every single time, it's we need to look at this together. She wants the the data, and she wants another set of eyes to make sure that oh. we're in this together. Sure, gotcha. And and like it, it it doesn't matter if it's a if it's actually a totally fine situation or it 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 is. Not, we've never been dire, but like like if there is something that's coming up that's like. We need to take some steps here. It's it's always the case that she wants to look at it together. Yeah. Do you see the same world I do? Right. And here are the things that I think are huge red flags. Right. You know, or potential traps. Right. Seeking to get an emotional response from you in that situation, that is the problem solving. Right. Are you as worried about this as I am? is the problem solving. If you say, of course I am, and this is what we're doing to meet those problems, or, hey, did you not realize that I got this big hefty bonus or something like that? Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. Then that moves her back to balance. Right. Bang. But we always have to look at it together. Right. Eights. How do eights solve problems here? They don't have money problems <laughs> because oh, they're yeah? in control. 
I'll have to think about this. Is this true? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean, this is this is obviously uh, that's a little bit tongue in cheek, but realistically, I I think that for the most part, eights because they want to make sure that nobody else is ever in control of them. Eights are going to be the ones that that find themselves in financial trouble the least. And when they do, they're going to be looking for who to blame. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of anger when finances aren't, not, aren't going well. Right. And it's probably, it may not actually be true, but it's probably somebody else's fault. And that represents a betrayal. Because now, now you've done something, if it's, if it's a, a partner or a child or, um, or, or even like a business partner or something like the, the, the eights have already, they, they have a budget, they have a plan. They, they are enacting the, they are shaping their world so that they are in control of their finances. And when someone else interferes with that, that means that that now they have to solve someone else's problem. Right. Yeah. There's a lead, follow, or get out of the way attitude right. in these parts. Right. Problem solving is going to come in in that expressive nature. Here's the problem. Let me tell you about the problem. You're going to hear about it. But right. it's also seeking to get the response from the person in front of them. Are you loyal right now? Yeah. I need to know that you you failed me on this yeah. and, and what are you going to do to fix it? Yeah. Are you on board? Are you part of the team? Are you going to do this with us? Or are you right. going to, because eights like threes are going to be very active when they feel financial pressure. Right. And are you going to, are you going to do this with me? Are you on my side or are you going to get out of my way? Right. And again, the target is I don't want to feel vulnerable and we're going to get in, in financial difficulties are place of real vulnerability right so i've quoted him in the past but dave ramsey who's an eight a lot of his his language comes out in this space because he's meeting mm-hmm. people in debt i mean a lot of the people he's counseling on the radio is people who are in debt and right. he will say things like you need to get emotional about this problem right and that's because that's how he would naturally solve it and right. feeling the vulnerability and saying, I need to purge the debt that, that I'm, you know, under the thumb of. And I need, you know, I need my family members, I need those close to me to be on board. Right. Doing the same. And and the best way to get to that place is to feel something about it because the that feeling propels us into the action. Right. Which yep. is just, it, love you eights, it's just not true for everyone. Like that, that the, the energy that, that you get from responding to those feelings is just not true for everyone. And everyone should, everyone else, we need to know that this is true for eights. When you feel something strongly, when they feel something strongly, it propels them to action. It's going to be a give and take on these. I mean, that's a, your word I think is worthy here because if you have two different coping styles, this is where the tension's going to lie. Right. Is in saying, this is how you, you know, whatever your type is, this is how you naturally solve problems. Right. Here's what my type is, and this is how I naturally solve problems. And we got to figure out how to put those together. Right. This can be a very difficult spot for 
for us. There's high points. Like I, it, we kind of mentioned it, but just as an illustration for TJ and I, I love the fact that in, in problems, TJ can come with a calming spirit, a reassurance, and all the rest. But there is the 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 flip side of that coin of times where sometimes it is time to really engage your body, get things moving, and to consider something a problem. Right. That can be just tricky spot. And on right. the flip side for ones, your system might not be as fantastic as you think it is. Right. You might be worrying about things that nobody else cares about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't think of any examples of that, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not a conversation we've had over and over again in our Never. furniture. <laughs> but I, I, it's what's the same thing for me and my spouse. What? What's the most ridiculous thing? Of the, no judgment, I won't cause any conflict. What's the most ridiculous thing that I've worried about at the building? I'll have to think about that. <laughs> I'm going to name one. What's the most? I, I bet you I could name one. I lost my mind on how the bathrooms got designed. I was so mad about. Oh, that's because the they were designed got, badly. That, that just frustrated the hell out of me. <laughs> that I, that's that's the thing. Like a, a lot of the things that you have been upset about have been things that are worthwhile. Okay. There you go. So See? and and like like the the <laughs> and and this is part of the nineness is that the things that aren't that big a deal, mm-hmm. I don't make into a big deal. I pocket veto that and we just move on. <laughs> you know? It's gonna be fine. Nobody cares about bathrooms. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> Nobody cares. But but in, I suppose how does that work? But we can both acknowledge it. Maybe this is this part of how uh, relieving the tension works. It's like I, I'm going to state, oh, yeah, they're designed awful, but we shouldn't worry about that. Right, right. Well, no, that bathrooms don't count. <laughs> Those are on your list as well? Oh, yeah, there's problems. I, I am ignoring the problems until they become a problem that we actually have to fix, uh-huh. which we're, we're still years down the line from the things that we actually have to fix because they're not working, but they're not broken yet. Right. And that'll come, and we'll deal with that when it comes. Kick the can. Yeah. I don't The think fact that, that they were bad from the get-go is, the, is making you crazy. Yeah. And I suppose that just to highlight it, it's a good illustration of, okay, here's something we see as a problem. May not be able to address this problem presently, but... When it when the time comes to address the problem, the energy is probably going to come from me, right? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's What's really interesting is I'm the flip. It's the flip with uh, Kelly and I. It's yeah. nearly always the case that Kelly is the one driving the this needs to get fixed. Yep. Um, part of that is her future problem solving side, but right. Um, knowing knowing how you are in the world with the relationships you have and, and the rest, super helpful. Yeah. Anyway. We went around the circle, and that's that's probably a good place to land. You got, I like it. Got to wrap anything else? Anything else we're saying? Yeah, I we we hit this point over and over again, but um, like we we could be wrong about everything that we said tonight. But the one thing that I'm absolutely positive is correct is that you need to know that your way of solving problems might be different from the person across the table. Like you just you just have to know that in order to develop healthy rhythms and 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 habits and 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 problem solving within that relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And that's, that's, that's kids, that's business partners, that's, that's employees and managers and sometimes strangers, but like your spouse, your like whatever partner that's parents, like every, every relationship you have where there might be some kind of problem that needs to be solved. The person across the table might be solving the problem in a totally different way from you. Yeah. Money is one of those things that really elevates. It's, we need to figure out how to be healthy, thoughtful, mature human beings in the world and embrace our, really our strengths and know our weaknesses and engage the world together. Yeah. Like that's, that's the win. Yep. It's not about the money. It's about whether or not the two of you can get together and do it. Or if you're in a business, you know, whether the collective can really push into your strengths and, and move forward together. Right. Boom. Yeah. To land here in our first dialogue about this, we said how you talk about X is vastly more important than X itself. How you talk about money with your significant others, with the people you care about most is vastly more important than the money. Right. Like you just got to be super self-aware when you come to, to these, especially when you when uh, when you can name, I have moved into my problem-solving space, and they have as well, and we're using different tools. And just being self-aware in that space can be incredibly valuable. Right. Bang. Hey, did you hear that we meet every other weekend on Sunday nights? We do. It's true. Well, you do. <laughs> TJ makes it sometimes. I've missed a bunch of them. <laughs> Hey, we have we have around fifty people show up or signed up. Uh, there's like somewhere between twenty and thirty will will come. Um, but on Sunday nights, I present maybe ten minutes of content, and then we have a large group discussion. And it feels um, it doesn't feel classroomish, but it does feel very communal. It feels like we're coming to a discussion topic in our type, speaking authoritatively about our type, and really exploring the and getting a chance to ask questions of people who have different types than ours. Really been a, a, a wonderful experience. If you're interested in this, go to aroundthecircle.org. Just scroll down you know, to our events, or there's even a specific link. It just sends you to the to where you can sign up on Zoom. Uh, we had like seven people sign up this last week, of all things, Good. which I was jazzed about. Um, so I'm looking forward to meeting some of you. Um, if you have not yet given us a review or stars, those are super helpful. Two of you did that this last week, and it filled my heart with joy. So I'm <laughs> just so incredibly grateful. Um, if you really get into this material and are enthusiastic about it, want to see more of it, you can always support us on Patreon. That's linked at our website. It's also very easy to find if you did Around the Circle Patreon. Um, but there's people that give upwards of 30 bucks a, a month to our work. There's some people that contribute five or two. And um, we just any help just goes to our, our expenses and helps us to do this without a ton of money out of pocket, which I'm really bad at. <laughs> this show, show actually <laughs> costs a lot. <laughs> um, but you can also get uh, our past catalog on Patreon. So we have about 100 hours that, that aren't presently on iTunes or Spotify that you can get there. And that's what I got. You got anything else? I got nothing, man. He's DJ Wilson. He is officially awesome. And I'm Jeff Cook. And who you aren't isn't interesting. <laughs>